0: Hey everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast This is your girl, Gabby Hey T As you can hear, Joy is not with us today But we got two very special guests on the show <laughs> Can y'all please introduce yourselves and tell everybody what you're doing
1: This is Flaw 700 um, I'm a returning guest, I think I was on T.O. Black mm-hmm. But now I'm on Talk It Out with the ladies mm-hmm. De, um, mm-hmm. I am the producer slash engineer Of the podcast brothers, half of the podcast brothers show, and I'm the host of the 700 Block podcast, and you can find those podcasts amongst others on
2: PodBrosNetwork.com. Take it away, De. Ooh, yo (laughs) That's that's first of all, that's my man Flaw. That is my boy, his brother Fresco. Man, they both awesome. Man, I I love what they doing.
3: But uh, this
2: this is Danny, Danny from the Danny and Cleo show. SoundCloud and iTunes, it's just two partners talking about, you know, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got to check it out. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud. You just search The Danny and Cleo Show.
0: Woo, we get flow and we get Danny. This is going to be a very good discussion. Clap them up! Clap them up! Um, First time we had two guys on the show, so that's a landmark. And (laughs) (laughs)
1: please don't, please don't turn the show
0: off. (laughs) They don't even know what's going on. Um, We're gonna be good. Yeah it's gonna be a good discussion no matter what if we disagree we all agree it's gonna be it's gonna be fine um yeah. but remember guys you can find us on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash talk it out as well as apple podcast stitcher google play tune in wherever you can find a podcast we're there you can listen to talk it out podcast there and on tiopodcast.com slash episodes you can hit us up on social media we have a facebook facebook.com slash talk it out podcast our instagram is at talk it out podcast and our twitter is at talk it out underscore pod hit us up there use the hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet and um live tweet us while you're listening to this episode let us know what you think about what's what's gonna happen um in this episode and uh we'll retweet it and we might read your comments on the next show so uh, let's go and get into it (laughs) this episode is going to be about the hypersexualization of black boys, boys in general, but specifically black black boys, since we have two black men here. Um and we're going to talk about that as well as an article that was um given to me by one of our listeners, which was entitled Black Women Create the Black Men They Complain About. And so um yeah, we're gonna have a good time. So let's get right into the discussion <laughs> of the hypersexualization of black boys. First of all before we even get into it, do y'all agree that that black boys are hypersexualized? Um and even that, do y'all even agree with that statement before we even get into it?
2: I agree um I believe that uh, all, like uh kids in general are sexualized. So I, I totally agree with But you saying hyper is in more more than the other. I mean, okay. I, I I just I didn't really understand the hyper.
0: Okay. Well, KT kind of told me to put that in there, but, uh, <laughs> I just said oh sexualized.
2: KT, KT, look, KT already got one strike, so y'all, y'all got the first
0: strike <laughs> I like for that, that. Like, <laughs> Well, I guess, I guess that means more than, more than like white kids or something like that. Yeah. Are, okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So we, we agree on that front. Okay. So, um, when I came, when I was thinking about this episode, um. I was thinking about, you know, I work at an elementary school and, um, you know, usually you think, we know kids, kids are uh, interested in sex at a very young age. You know, we all were interested or curious about what was going on, but kind of what I was saying was, um, not just a curiosity about it with some of these kids, but some of these kids were like active actively. I don't know if they were having mm-hmm. sex, but they were talking like they were. They knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, yep. I'm gonna do this to this girl right here, and or or staring at the teacher and and saying what they gonna do to the teacher to their friend, like some crazy stuff. I'm like, are y'all nine or are y'all like thirty years old? I was really taken aback by this, and I wanted to mm-hmm. know maybe from y'all's experience when you grew up, was this type of behavior encouraged? I'm just trying to figure out how to how are these boys so young yet already um know so much about sex and already know about objectifying women and stuff like that.
1: um i think that there's always this one kid who was like this pretty boy right mm-hmm. and girls flock to him okay. and when they flock to him things happen things happen he comes back and he tells everybody and all the boys are so amazed that he had all these things done. Mm-hmm. And it brings uh, jealousy, um, intrigue, and boys, other boys want that. Uh-huh. So by wanting, by hearing one story, um, they want that, it turns into like a competition type of thing. It's like a competitive thing of who can get the most and who can do who, mm-hmm.
3: and who can, who can get who
1: next type okay. of thing. Um, so the boys, they get caught up in it because, yeah, girls are having sex young too. Mm-hmm. But they go after a certain individual. They like this, this this one guy drives them wild. They're willing to do anything no matter what the age. Mm-hmm. Guys are just on some we want it all on a competitive nature type of thing. Okay, And that's where I guess the hyperactiveness that you guys are talking about comes into play, where you just look at it as a game who can get the most and who can brag the most type of thing so that's where it becomes me in my eyes from what i've seen Uh, when you're young it's who can get the prettiest the baddest the Mm -hmm. most the teacher
4: i want to kind of go off that and i i want to ask a question here where, where does that come from? Like, are you just saying that's like a natural instinct that just comes or, or is it media that's providing these type of outlets yeah. that are saying, Hey, uh, boys are supposed to do this to women. Uh, is it not only media, but like, uh, let's see, what else is there that, that does that music stuff, stuff like that.
2: Uh, I I was going to say, I was going to answer the same, you know, question
3: mm-hmm.
4: for
2: flaw for me. I was going to say, you know, when I was a kid, I definitely learned it on like from television, you know, like what, you know, hearing the word sex. I think it was like the Ricky Lake show or something. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was a talk show. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I was like, what's like, what is that? Like, why, why do I feel like that's like a bad word or something? Why do I never hear that word? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. and and then, you know, when you get to high school, because um, I personally, I had sex when I was 15 mm-hmm. years old. So I don't know if that's early or late, you know, you know, compared to other people. But for me, it was, you know, that's like before, you know, like junior high, high school. Yeah. So I had already know from hearing it on a show, you know, which is media and, you know, just developing thoughts and and, and trying to do it. You know, as a kid, you try to go through sex life the sneaky way. So you got to kind of get, get and get, get, give and get what you get from it. You know what I mean? You Uh can talk to your boys. And my you know I, we we talked to our boys, but we didn't we didn't really know shit. I definitely didn't know what I know now, yeah, the keys, you know what I'm saying, I got the keys now <laughs> <laughs> like before before you just you know you just think you like like flaw has said, you know you, you try to be the, you know the i guess the pretty boy as much as you can to get I guess this fantasy of what we thought sex really was, like guess. you know what I mean, so that's what I was gonna say about it, okay, Could I add on a little to that, Yeah. Because for me, it had nothing to
1: do with media. When I was in elementary school and I walked into the class and I saw the girl, I knew I liked it. Didn't know that I was supposed to like girls enough. Mm -hmm. That was my, you know, I I knew I liked it. When I got to elementary school, it was two or three girls that I just liked. And then when they started passing around paper notes, and there was a guy in my class who I thought, you know, he didn't look better than me, I thought, but the girl that I liked liked him. You know, mm-hmm. it it brought that confusion and that competitive. So all okay. the things mm-hmm. that you guys are talking about were already in me. Like, just, man, you like my girl? That's my girl. You know what I mean? So,
4: is that when you came out as straight?
1: <laughs> well, that's how.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I, listen, well, front funny well you say that because t- a lot of
1: people, <laughs> from what I'm hearing, a lot of people don't know why they stri- they're straight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they probably figured out what they were doing in middle school or high school. I can honestly say in kindergarten, I seen a girl and
3: she was white. I said, oh, Ooh, Lord. there's something there. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm
0: dead. I'm Ain't
2: nothing wrong
0: with that. Blocked ear deleted. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this then. Okay, we know about, you know, you're attracted to who you're attracted to. I'm talking about more of like what, what I've seen in the schools. like how young were y'all when y'all started having those conversations with your friends about, not only getting with the girl, but, like, getting sexual mm-hmm. with a girl and talking about a girl's, um, quote-unquote, assets and stuff like that. Like, how mm-hmm. how, how young are y'all? For
2: me, personally, I was, like, maybe 13, 12 or 13. Okay. But you flow.
1: Yeah, it was middle school. So, I would say around 13. It was middle school. It it, it, it became crazy in middle school.
0: Right. Because well, that's mm-hmm. when y'all are going through puberty. Well, that's when all of us are going through puberty and it's like crazy but that's why it mm-hmm. took me back when it's like third and fourth graders i'm like y'all ain't even yeah, y'all don't even know yeah, where yeah. puberty is
2: nowadays like we were saying the media is so crazy like imagine like you know how flaw saying it's not the media imagine now flaw if you were young and and your phone is in your hand you could see it whatever you want right yeah yeah it would yeah. be so crazy it's if like, I was it's like they don't, today yeah, yeah they don't even get the chance like at least you had the chance to you know, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but nowadays it ain't all of them do it. And um, so. Gabby, to uh, spend, uh
1: keep going on what you was talking about mm-hmm. as far as boys go. In our mind, the younger you are, the more con- like the more of the man you are. So when you, you say that there's some in elementary school, if you were to tell that story, if a guy was to say he had sex with his teacher or something, anything, uh-huh. a hand job from a, from a kid in elementary school. He was six or seven to eight years old. Ooh. And he would be like, wow, it's, it's disgusting. But at the time when you're kids and you tell that story, he's looked at as the man.
0: Oh. But that's what kind of gets me into like societal norms. Because if a girl was to say something like that to her, like, I don't know, because I'm not I'm not straight. I've never lived that life. Maybe KT can can give us some insight. <laughs> but when you were in elementary school, did you ever have girls? talk to you and be like yeah that boy he he touched my underwear or he like put his hands down my pants or something like that or like, yeah that boy did like did you ever have that type of conversation with girls
4: oh lord no uh the conversations that we had was oh i shaved my legs or oh my god i just had my period or i shaved underneath <laughs> my arm. you know <laughs> Like mm. those type of conversations never like ooh, I just loved it when that guy put his hands in my pants. Like that never happened. It oh, was guys, we so were more worried say. about like uh <laughs> like periods and things like that. And and
0: we had crushes or girls had crushes and they talk about all oh, their boys so cute, oh I wanna the most I would hear was like I wanna kiss him or I wanna hug him or something like that, or mm-hmm. I wanna, you know. I don't even think like that's something that we're even programmed to even do. Like I feel mm-hmm. like if somebody my age, like third or fourth grade, was talking about getting with a dude and letting the dude do this and that. I feel like I would just be just appalled by it. And so oh, maybe yeah, yeah,
2: definitely.
0: maybe mm-hmm. that's like maybe it's biological, but I think a lot of that stuff is is just how we're programmed to be. And so we'll go into these or questions that we haven't that we haven't really talked about. Why do you think little boys are encouraged to have girlfriends so young? Or not encouraged, but you know, you see a little boy who's handsome and cute, and everybody's like, Oh, he's so handsome. I bet he's got all the little girls. I bet he's a little heartbreaker. And Mm -hmm. they never say that to a girl. They're never like, Oh, I bet you get all the little boyfriends. Like that would be like, Mm -hmm. People would be like, Oh my gosh. Why do you yeah. think that is a thing for, for boys?
1: These are things that I've thought about myself. And the answer that I have might not be too popular with the listeners and okay. just people in general. But the thing is this. A man has never valued himself sexually. Women are proud. So men, little, little boys, and even men, they throw themselves around because they don't see their value in their private parts. Their value is their money their Hmm. their manhood and what they can do so they don't really value sex okay you look at girls you look at girls um what's in between your legs is the treasure and what we all know without being taught is girls must respect their treasure you oh like your walls can get loose and you know bad things can happen we know that bad things can happen I'm sorry, what? Well, I mean, <laughs> I what do you mean what? These I, I want to know what men think. These I know, are the I'm conversations just, that we have. I know,
4: but I'm just laughing at it. It's it's just funny. Anyway, continue. But yeah, but these are the
1: conversations that we have and the conversations comes, oh she's loose. Oh, she ain't got no walls. Well she slept with everybody. So it must not be good. The
3: more oh. a man
1: does the more a man does, the better he is. The more okay. a woman does, the lesser she is. And that's just based off all un- being uneducated um, when it comes to each other.
0: Okay, I ain't say none yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fly, fly getting us in trouble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I know nah, you're not going to it. I know you're nah, not.
2: No, no, nah. like nah, <laughs> nah. yo, I mean, yo, honestly, that's just how it, it definitely was like that when I when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you know, even if I, if I don't agree, you know, fully now, it's just, Mm. that's really how, how, how the system is set up. That's really how it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, I don't think it's like malicious, but it is without knowing, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like ignorant, I guess, to the, I guess, to how women or, you know, femme think, Mm -hmm. you know, just the, just, just the, I guess the, uh, the oppressed people in the situation, I guess. So I guess I'm trying to, now, I'm trying to, you know, understand that. And that's really just all I have to say about it. Like, but I agree. Even stuff like, you know, women, you know, like getting loose and shit like that. It's like when you get older, you'll learn that, you know, it, it like naturally tightens back up. Like you'll learn mm-hmm. the science behind it. So you'll know that some of that shit was just us in our head, like either being like dicks or just not knowing, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's not wrong with it. but. I'm just trying to understand both sides.
0: I think but there's like, something 100% wrong with it. Go ahead, KT. <laughs> um, go. <laughs> KT said
4: he, at the end, you mentioned, like, as you get older, like, you learn that's not really how it is. But, like, there are literally yeah. men out here right now on in Twitter. the street, on Twitter, yeah, in, at business. Walmart, at Target, at wherever you go, <laughs> who believe that women get loose and are worse off uh, if they have more sex. So like, it, not everyone is in that same, that
3: same That's
1: little group, Yeah, but keep it 100. Um, I think sometimes we absorb ignorance.
3: Yeah,
1: I yeah. There could be so many men out there who know about women, but they get ignored. We always want to talk about this things stupid men and women say and do. We yeah. like, oh, I hate men and I hate women. All right, listen, there are some ignorant people out there understand Mm -hmm. and whoever Mm -hmm. that it is that kt is talking about is just ignorant these Mm -hmm. are the things that me and de are talking about are things we had to learn i mean we had to learn Mm -hmm. to treat women as a as a as a person understand like growing up all you know is pussy you don't know Mm -hmm. them as people so as grown men as (laughs) grown as grown men we had to learn that, you know what, these are people. They can do whatever they want. They can go have sex with whoever. How many people? That's her choice. You understand
0: what I'm saying? So Let me ask y'all this. So I'm guessing the way y'all talking, y'all never had any grown man as teenagers or a young man telling y'all what was up.
2: Nah, not really, man. I, I mean, I, uh, I I moved with my father. Maybe later after you know I was already having sex and stuff. Uh-huh. But I mean that, that's why I, I was more of a, I guess kind of, I guess I would say like ladies man type dude because I I only grew up with my mom so I got my game from my mom really so I always would like I would cheat all the time like I would cheat on whoever I was with mm. but I would try to I would be nice to all all my hoes <laughs> you know what I'm saying what? like. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would be nice to all the girls I would be with. Like, it was bad. You know what I mean? It's terrible. But I never was like a, you know, disrespectful type dude. But now when I'm growing up, I'm noticing that I could just be honest through everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I understand, like Flaw said, that everybody, you know, everyone is a person. So, if I'm going to do this, I, I think everybody needs to know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, let, so, me, let me ask you this, this question then. So, you said you were with your mom. So Mm -hmm. even though you were raised by your mom, you still never viewed women as full human beings?
2: Um, I think it was more me just seeing stuff like, you know, like calling women bitches and stuff like that. It it was in, I guess, I guess my quote unquote society or whatever. So I, I picked it up. It's it, I would never like disrespect women in front of their face. I would do it, you know, with my friends Mm -hmm. or we joking or this and that. But now I try not to do that at all, you know, as an adult. Yeah, like
3: I'm not so glad.
2: even.
1: You know, well, 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 I'm so glad that y'all touched on that because I agree with DE. Um, my mother raised us, and that question goes on as I mean, that, that question is like an eternal question that says, Well, if you was raised by a woman, why don't y'all treat women, you know, why don't y'all treat women the way I wanted your mother to be treated? Uh-huh. Now, so when it comes down to sex, and men think with their dicks, they say selfish things. So, we're so just like what D.E. said, we're not out here calling them bitches. We're not out here calling them hoes. Mm-hmm. But we want them, and we want more. And we're nice about it, but we're still dogs. understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, getting the women is a selfish thing. Treating them right is how we were raised by our mother. We still want more than one. You understand what I'm saying? Ooh. So, it's, it's it sounds crazy, but it's not a... You don't
2: understand what I'm saying? At I least know.
0: I do. At least I want yeah. more I mean, one. I <laughs> understand what you're saying, like, in society-wise. But, but like, it's, honestly, that's I praise. Like, getting more women is praise. That's encouraging. It oh, is. I'm going to get more women. But still, it's yeah. like, I'm not even talking about that. And I'm not even talking about, uh, you know, calling somebody a B and an H or whatever. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about just the way y'all were talking. Y'all, y'all talked about women in a certain way that objectified them. So yes. it's just like this woman, this is not a woman. This is just some, uh, some, some cat. This is just some, some ass or something mm-hmm. like that. So I, my thing was being raised by a, a mother who you were able to see all facets of her life. She was a well-rounded human being. You, mm-hmm. why did you not apply that to other women that you saw? Even once, let me, let me ask you this. Did you, were you still respectful to women that you didn't want to have sex with? Like, just a friend. Did y'all have any women friends? Did y'all still treat them and objectify them the way that you did? I've, the ones you were I've attracted had to? Women,
1: I've broken rules for women. And that was my way of respect. And what I mean by that is, I've had women come over my house at midnight to do nothing. I've had women sleep in my bed and we've done nothing. I've had women, um, you know, and over time for me, personally, I feel like a substance. Because those women would, just like in elementary school or middle school, women know who they like. They'll do whatever they want to do to that person that they like. But over time, you find yourself feeling like a sucker sometimes because they won't sleep with you or they won't do certain things with you. They'll keep doing it for that guy that is no good for them, but they want to cry to you type of thing. So it goes hand in hand because they didn't handle most of them didn't handle our friendship the right way, in my opinion, at that time. But you kind of rebel on that. And you're going through your puberty. You're going through your life. You can't think about your mother all the time. And just like I said, it, it took us to become men to actually understand women um, more. As a child, I still like what I like. I still want what I want.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: I just never put my mother in. All the women that I was dealing with
2: this thing pop they never mix I would say for me is I mean I I, saw my mom get treated you know bad as far as you know cheating and you know Mm -hmm. even going as far as putting you know I never saw my mom get hands put on her like with my eyes but Mm -hmm. you know I've heard stories about that Um, so I would treat women nice when I'm within the relationship Mm-hmm. but I I, st- I still wasn't faithful as far as uh, uh, letting the person know that obviously I'm cheating on you you know what I mean yeah, obviously yeah. I want to see other people so I never gave that respect because I was greedy and I wanted you know as many girls as okay. I wanted and I and I knew they wasn't going to go for that shit So now as now as an adult, I give the full respect to everybody to let everybody know what I do that's involved with, you know, the situation. Okay. Like my wife and whoever. Yeah. But as far as but as far Mm -hmm. as is 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 what I did behind women's back or what I said that, I mean, that's just it was just terrible how it was. That's what I saw. That's what I saw, you know, around me. That's what Mm -hmm. I saw in movies. That's what I saw uh every every that's what i heard you know what i mean that's just how i was brainwashed into following along with the you know with the breakdown of women i guess okay but i i no longer do that and i don't want to do that no
4: more. well you said nearly some <laughs> about basically that nice guys finish last is yes yes that was
1: the they do though oh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. That was the feeling because um, there were just conversations with women that you would have and they would know you would have conversations with these women and the fellas be like, yo, did you smash? Nah, I ain't, I ain't smash. Oh, she's a whore. You know what I'm saying? You just keep you keep getting fed these things. And you gotta understand, it's like, even though he was a freak for him, he didn't want to be a freak for me. Now, when it comes to men, you have to see if you have to figure out if you're not aggressive enough. And hmm. if you're passive, the women will step on you. These are the thoughts. See, there's so much that goes into a young man. And, you know, when his friend turns, they just see a dog. But as a young man, you have to say, well, am I aggressive enough? Am I mean enough? Am I hard enough? And that's what I mean about the nice guys finish last. Mm. Uh, um, There there could be a guy who mm. says, oh, it's 1 o'clock. You know if you come over to my house, you know what time it was. I never put the pressure on my friends like that. Never.
3: You
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> know what I'm saying? But when you do do that, you understand that if she goes over to somebody else's house at midnight, he might give it up. And you kind of like to laugh and stop.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, no, right. no, don't leave it at that because here's the thing. <laughs> and
3: don't this is what me. we're don't getting to,
0: we're, talking about, we're just talking about women's autonomy real quick. I don't mm. think that's that's finishing last. Why does that, that me tells either. me, that tells me, you are only talking to that woman because you want to have sex. And you are disguising that as friendship in order to have sex. Mm. When if all you wanted if, to do was have sex, all you had to do was say, let's hey, have I sex. Just have and sex. if the woman yeah. wanted to have sex, I assure you 100%, that woman would have had sex with you. And that just, that's what
2: I do now.
3: Yeah. No, no, but yes, that's 100% exactly. false.
0: No, 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 no! It's not. It is not. <laughs> not let me, let me
1: explain me Okay, let him explain, let explain but because he's he's the man. I, I had get. women. Mm-hmm. I had women come to my house with, with no intu- Well, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh-huh. I was mm-hmm. a sexually active person uh-huh. that I cannot help, but I never put the pressure on them. Mm-hmm. If if a woman and this is how it was, if a woman comes to you just talk, then leaves you and go have sex with somebody else. You're looked at as weak. It was. It's. It's not about her. Everything that a guy goes through is a selfish act. Like I said in the beginning of the show, you're not. We're. You're not in it to disrespect women. You're in it to boost yourself up. On the outside looking in, it looks like that we are disrespecting women. But all along, all we're doing is trying to earn stripes. But in it's, that in that I way, it's, it's disrespecting. Yeah, that's though. the
4: system. Yeah, yeah, that's the system
2: that's yeah, fucked up though. That's what we're talking yeah. about. But right. but they but. The whole point is that we're trying to, I think they, you know, they just want to point all the bullshit out and know that it's wrong on all, you know, in all angles, basically.
0: you my thing. Yeah. But, but, you know, in I can see in your world as a as a young adult in this patriarchal Mm -hmm. world where you are expected to get lots of women, that would be seen Mm -hmm. as, oh, you a failure. But, my thing mm-hmm. is, while you're saying it's not here to disrespect women. It's just me being selfish. With that language and with the way you talk about women to your friends, that is that is in itself disrespectful because you're using a woman as you would use like test driving a car you are, or speaking about a woman no. as you would speak that's about trying on a coat or something like that so that's that right that culture. takes away all her personhood and it takes away her mm-hmm. autonomy not like she just didn't want to have sex with me that's okay I because agree. she's a human being no you should have gone over there and you should have had sex with her because she's a woman and she was in your house so that i think that kind of that whole rhetoric is just ew, make me no itch. i, I,
2: I and I totally agree. And that's a big, big thing that me and Cleo are working on right now. And and that's just like just being friends, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And trying to step back from the whole sexual thing because it's like that shit is sickening, man. And it, it'll go on for, you know, 10, 11 years and you not realize as the man that you're doing something wrong and she's maybe not ready or she just feels that she loves you and she wants to do this. But, you know, It's really hard for, I guess, me personally, I won't, you know, say for men, Mm -hmm. but for me personally, I had to, you know, think that I wanted something that changed my, you know, changed my life with my wife. So she's like, okay, so since you want to do your thing, then I'm going to, you know, do what I want and, and and not, and maybe not have sex with you every night if I don't want to, you Uh know what I'm saying? And that and that's my and that's my wife, but that's my best friend too. So I'm trying to, you know, I, I think I'm trying to work on it, and I'm I'm sure Flaw is trying to work on it. And I I agree with you, whole you know wholeheartedly with how fucked up it is. And I, I and I will not you know teach my kids, you know, the bullshit that I learned.
4: I just wanted to say that what you guys are talking about basically in the long run is just this is how rape culture continues and how rape culture like just goes on and on and on forever basically. Explain. Like... That rhetoric of uh, what Flo was saying uh, in regards to his friends and stuff like that and how you're saying, like, we're not really looking at women as women. We're looking at them as an object, like we're driving a new car or we're tasting a new food or something like that. Like, they're not really women. They're just objects that we can basically use until we're finished with them, even if they just want to be friends.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree 100 percent. All right, let's go on to this next um, question, which is kind of going back. I want to talk a little bit about because um, someone I knew or somebody I watched had watched the um, Chris Brown documentary. And he was talking about, you know, he was forced to become a breadwinner for his family so young. And, you know, he was 15, making lots of money. And with the money came girls. And as 15 Mm -hmm. years old, he was talking about bringing girls and women to his backstage, backstage and doing whatever he was with him. And the guy said that his mom was over there just smiling with joy when he said that like that was just nothing to be ashamed about, letting your fifteen year old just hang out with any old type of woman and girl and bring them backstage. And that also brought me to um Usher on his behind the music special they did a while back. They were saying how P Diddy like took him to the club when he was like thirteen or fourteen, took him to the strip club so that he would know what he was singing about. And I just think if that was a woman, everybody and their mama would say, this is terrible. You're raising the woman to be a whore. Oh, my gosh. Taking away her innocence. Something Mm. like that. This is a 13, 14. He's still in middle school. And you are um, exposing him to a strip club, which is in itself not necessarily bad, but especially if you're young in <laughs> that age, like y'all talked about y'all being exposed to stuff and not knowing how to view it, you know that is going to contribute to him objectifying women because he sees all these men over here throwing dollars at the woman and getting lap dances that's going to shape the way he views women for a long time. so Absolutely. I just want to ask y'all what did y'all think about that? Do y'all know people or were y'all ever in situations where grown men um, Put you in particular situations With grown women to make you a man Or have y'all heard stories Of uh, young boys being with grown women In order to you know make them a man Or something like that
3: Yeah
1: that was all part of The system of just what I was talking about earlier That there's always one or two mm-hmm. Who can get any girl that he wanted No matter the age And it brought a little bit of Jealousy towards everybody uh-huh. um, it's Just like everybody wants that yeah. Um. Like the the older you are, older she is. The cooler you are, mm-hmm. the younger you are sexually active. The cooler you are. Um. And like I said, I hate to keep um eating the same pinata, but it's kind of like all the same thing in that nature. Um. Usher and Chris Brown, his mother. Um. I have <laughs> I have no idea why a parent would sit there and allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she was happy that the. Mom- Money was just coming in, and they was finally getting out of the ghetto. Mm -hmm. Um, um, As far as P. Diddy and Usher, um, I mean, it's it's ignorant. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Did 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 Diddy do that with his own sons? I don't know. know. He just did it with Usher. Is that how he's raising his sons? If so, he lives a level of ignorance as well. Still, Um, Mm -hmm. I I can't even think think good about those two. Situation. They both put those two in bad situations, but as adults, it is up to them to learn, like everybody else is learning.
3: Yeah.
1: um So that's that's really no excuse for me in the long run. Usher's thirty plus. I don't know. High in his thirties. Chris Brown still has the excuse of being twenty something. That at the end of the day, they need to learn everything yeah. that they've learned. Need to. Unlearn it and learn something new.
4: So, uh, I, hold on. <laughs> I want to add something to this. I, keep, I, because I feel like there's no spot for me to talk, but Go I, I got a question in regards to, let's say for instance, that, um, this is not a heterosexual thing. Instead, this is, um, men, grown men who mm-hmm. are basically bringing women to their son to make sure that they're not gay. How mm-hmm. do you how do you guys feel about that? Is like that boozy. cool? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um yeah. that's totally not cool for me. Um I, I personally try not to even label my kids as my daughters. But mm-hmm. that's just me. Like you know what I mean? I don't even I try to use they a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether it's singular or plural, I try to use they. Uh so in my house it's you know, it's just whatever. You know, I I've asked her before. You know, what, you know, what are you? Are you? Do you think that you're a boy or a girl? And sometimes, you know, she'll say she's a girl. Sometimes she'll say she's a kid, and mm-hmm. however she's how is she's feeling? But it's just so hard, man. Me and you know, me and my wife were talking about it because I say she all the time. I'll say, you know, I'll, I, I. It's easy for me to pick boys, you know, shoes and and or or blue shoes because uh-huh. it's really you know. It's, it's easy to follow those lines, but it's just hard to get out of it so I, I, it's just I think we just have to work on it, but I don't know, man I just I don't sexualize my kids at all mm-hmm. so it's and easy it, you know it's just it's easy for me to get through it I, I would say and
1: it all depends on the parents and the mental state uh-huh. and me having a 16 year- old son and a 14 year- old daughter. You understand that their happiness is the 100% thing that matters. Um, so no matter what they were, you just want them to be safe. So mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of who they dated, you, don't, you want them to get it right. If my son was to come out and say he's gay, he mm-hmm. dated a man. If he's happy, I am okay with that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, if my daughter turned out to be gay and she was happy. I'd be okay with that because their happiness is only thing it's only thing that a parent should be concerned with not not the religion and not what people think
0: but i think k t mainly i don't think her her main point was specifically on the gay I think her main point was on and this is something i've heard i don't know I know y'all know snoop from uh the wire the lesbian lesbian chick. yeah yeah I was watching her vlad interview and she said when she was like. I want to say 12, her uncle brought a woman over there to show her how to please a woman. A grown woman to a 12-year-old girl to show her how to please a woman. And I said, really? And, and, but that happens a lot. Like, Boozy, Boozy said he's bringing a grown woman over there to his 14-year-old son, a grown woman. And mm. that is that is rape. Like, why is that even? I don't even know why people even say that. I, I would that's feel that's first... incriminating. I wouldn't even say that in public. But yeah, just that, right. that just shows you a lot of people. That's like rapey. That's scary. And then these people, you you ask why they're dysfunctional, why they don't know how to treat women, why they're doing this, why they're mm-hmm. doing that, because they were first introduced to sex. Like, ugh. Yes, I can't, I can't imagine. You don't love your kids if you do that. You're just afraid that they're going to... In Boozy's, in Boozy's uh, case, I think he was just afraid mm-hmm. his son was going to be gay. In their uncle case, mm-hmm. I think he was just a pervert, to be honest. Like, I can't... That yeah, wouldn't, they wouldn't even come across my mind at all with my child.
2: Yo, sex never comes across my mind. Like, I don't understand that. Like, that shit is so weird to me. You know what I mean? Like that shit yeah. is none of my business. That shit is none of my business. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like Ugh. if something like I'll teach, you know, education and or whatever, but that's not even I don't know, man. You know, my kids are not even five yet. So uh-huh. I, it's not I, I'm so far away from even thinking <laughs> about sex at all. So yeah. I don't really, you know, I'm worried about my sex life. <laughs> so they're going to have to you know worry about that later.
4: also i feel like a lot of times um like we don't really get like gabby you're talking about all those situations and stuff like that but i don't think that on the flip side of that there's any type of sex education so these -hmm. people that are like really fucked up after it and stuff like that like they don't have anybody to teach them that there's any difference in between what they did then and then what they did now so
3: Mm i agree
0: That's interesting. And then I even think Chris Brown said in, like, in an interview, like, he lost his virginity at, like, eight years old. So I'm like, ooh, Lord. And then you ask why these people are so dysfunctional. Not only do they need sex education, but some of them might need, you know, something mentally because I couldn't even imagine going through something like that. You think, you know, men could brag about something like that. Yeah, I lost my virginity to a woman at eight. But I'm sure that Mm -hmm. while it was something to brag about, it wasn't necessarily a pleasurable experience for an
2: eight-year-old boy.
0: In my view, I think yeah. it'll be it'll be kind
2: of scary. Tra- that's just that's just that's yeah, it'd be traumatizing, man. I mean, at least I would think so.
0: What do you think we can do to reverse this? To reverse the hypersexualization of our black boys? To reverse the objectification of our girls? Um, what do you think can be done? Give us the answers.
1: Right now, we're under more attack than ever with um, social media, and you know our kids still have to go to school. So it can't be done just by one household, one parent. You know, I, I can teach my kids and you know, be on them and show them what a family looks like, show them what a real man is supposed to look like and what a real man does and how a woman and how a woman should be treated. Um so I think that it just it still takes a village to raise these children. You understand? And I think that all the adults need to set examples in their own household first um maybe a little maybe i don't think i had sex ed in school i don't i don't i don't think i had that so i don't even know if they teaching it in these schools and it's just you just got these kids going to school together going through puberty, um just going through things and not really understanding each other they're just allowed to do it without you know being taught about what's what um i really i really don't know unless we all get together chip in and uh do it together. I mean, just, that's a
2: tough one, honestly. Uh, I, I would just say, man, we, I personally, my idea would be to communicate. You know what I'm saying? To both male, uh, I guess, male fans, uh, male woman, whoever, whatever, whatever you are, whatever you identify with. We all need to communicate and teach these kids about sex when it's the appropriate time. I personally don't think eight or nine year olds. I don't think that's personally the time. I would say more, you know, teenager, but I don't know who am I to say that, but I would guess, I don't know. Do you guys agree? Maybe teenager, 13, 14, to start Maybe we need kids? to get to
1: them early. Like, we don't even know who. That's the thing. I'm saying, but what would you say? What, what would you guys say?
4: I would say during puberty. I think that. Like that that te- be Okay. So, yeah. All
3: right
4: like so, if, if the girl is having her period or if the guy okay. is right. experiencing hair and stuff like that then yeah,
2: then, yeah. so, so not necessarily time but when your body changes basically
0: I was just thinking like it could be a process because you mm-hmm. could you could slick start the conversation in elementary you don't have to go through everything but just talk yeah, right. about like when right. you get older you know and then as they get older the the conversation um increases so that you're not just laying it all yeah. on them like what happened to me and I was traumatized
4: yeah. oh yeah me too <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know if you guys ever heard that me and gabby cried for the first whenever we had the birds and bees conversation but it was very heterosexual based so that's probably
2: (laughs) 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 no but i agree so like i said communication man i think is the key and tear down the bullshit and let everybody know that it's bullshit when it happens yeah and, you know, when when some bullshit comes up, you let them know quick and, you know, you tell them the truth. But I think communication to these kids and stop sexualizing kids at all. Mm-hmm. Like, just stop doing that shit. Like, I'm telling me my daughter is cute. Like, she understands that. You know what I mean?
3: Right.
2: But she's smart. She's smart as fuck. Like, that shit is, you know, she's a good person. Like, that's what. I just think we need to stop that shit. That shit is crazy, man. It's just it's just weird. It's kinda weird. It is. What so.
0: well, what do you think, KT? How do you I think we can think that- we can reverse the stuff? Because you ain't answered nothing.
4: <laughs> mm, good God. I don't even know. There's like there's no for me it's like for me it's just a tunnel and it just it never stops. Because like like I know that that's so negative and stuff like that, but I, I do see, like, a little bit of progress because I feel like if I lived whenever or I was born whenever my mom was born, then, like, even little things like um, trans kids coming out and uh, gay kids coming out and things like that, I feel like that wouldn't have been valid or that wouldn't have been okay. I, I see a lot more of that happening and maybe it's because of the media and things like that that I can see that. But at the same time, like, I just feel like forever we're going to we're always going to have that one person that fucks it up for the rest of everybody else
0: or the overarching thing is just the patriarch i mean all this yeah. stuff is in in the patriarchy every single thing mm-hmm. we are talking about and so mm-hmm. with that when you think about like that then it seems impossible because really the only people you can influence are the people in your own household like you said so yep. i don't know i guess when you come in contact with people when you have friends when they say some uh messed up, you correct them, so hopefully when they're corrected, they'll correct their their children and they'll correct their friends. That's the only thing you can do take care of home and then hope that what you are doing is um spreading to other people and uh you know they they get about and and start changing something because it is a lot everything we talked about. So uh, let's get to the last topic, uh, which is this article that was shared to us by a lovely friend. (laughs) Um, And so it kind of just encompasses a lot of what we talked about. Um, So I think it fits really well. The article is entitled Black Women Create the Man That They Complain About on a website called Negro Manosphere, which you can kind of. Guess what that's all about, um, and it's met, the article is by Rom Willis. So pretty mm, okay. much the the main the main deal was that all these black women are over here complaining about the man, complaining about the single the single man who ain't got a job and don't want to work. But he said most of these men are raised by single mothers, so they're the ones that are cultivating these men that don't want to work, that are womanizers, that are this, that are that. So you have nobody to blame but yourself. And uh, so I just want to hear what y'all got to say about it. um, And we'll go on from there.
1: My reaction, and uh, based off what we talked about earlier, about something that I said and KT said it was rape culture. I'm more based on, their reaction is a reaction. With this article, with the article to me, what they were trying to get at was that... Men react. Women react. Mm -hmm. So if women are doing something, men are going to think about something and they're going to react. And how they react kind of create these monsters. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. Men react, they create these monsters. I don't really look at it 100% as rape. You you can call anything rape culture. Oh, you looked at me wrong. You're part of rape culture. You understand? It's a misunderstanding and the miscommunication between both sexes now women and could be the simple fact of i'll go back to the situation to where women were at my house and it might not have been the type of man that they wanted because i wasn't i didn't have that edge but i had the job i had the 401k i had Mm -hmm. my own house you understand what i'm saying and they didn't want that they probably didn't want that they wanted something bad probably Mm. and your home You're home, sitting there with everything together, and you're like, man, I need to do something different. So the man is reacting. I don't think women created this problem with men at all. I think it came from slavery, to be honest with you. Uh Um, So I don't agree with that, but I do agree that their reaction is a reaction. And we're all like going in a circle, trying to catch each other. We're pissing each other off at the same time, so we Mm. get mad. We do dumb shit, and then <laughs> that's just how I look at it. Okay. You know, we just keep pissing each other off. Women did not create this black man. Black women did not create this black man. I don't think. Okay.
0: What you think, Danny? I
2: think that article was fucking horrible, yo. <laughs> like I didn't. I honestly, I didn't make it past maybe to you know it was it wasn't that long but I I had to stop reading it I couldn't find out who wrote it Uh because I didn't want to I didn't want to read further until I see what the person who the person was Uh (laughs) I I see who the person is now because you gave me the name and it's just bullshit really you know what I'm saying I really I Mm -hmm. honestly could not I I was reading it like out loud in the car with Cleo and I could I just I couldn't I couldn't do it Okay. So
0: well, let me say this. I guess it's gonna surprise some people. But as far as the title of the the title of it, not the not the meat of it, the title of it has a little bit of validity to me. And I'll say this because um, if you know, we talk about it. We say patriarchy is um, enforced by not only men but by women as well. So when they get to the part about saying. Um, the phrase that um girls are raised and boys are loved by their mothers. Um, I think that's I think that's one hundred percent true, even in my life. And as Joy has talked about what she's seen as far as the way black boys and black girls are raised, um, historically or at least what I've seen anecdotally, bo boys are coddled more by their mothers than the girls. Girls are raised to be more. I wouldn't call it independent, but they have to be more responsible. Even with my my uncles and my cousins and people I've seen, those guys can make a thousand, a trillion mistakes. And the mom will say, well, you know, it's it's whatever, you're okay. But a, a girl can make one mistake and she's kicked out the house. And so what the guy was saying in that respect was because um a lot of times black mothers coddle their their sons. And they're allowed to get away with things and um, they're not so forced to get out the house as the girls are that they come to look for that in, in mates, come to look for that in, in women, come to look for someone who can be that kind of motherly type, somebody that can, you know, kind of take care of them, you know, somebody that can, um, you know, support them. Not necessarily they're not working, but they kind of look for, for that motherly type in a woman. So. Some of those guys, I would say their mothers helped to raise that type of man because of the way they were brought up. So I agree with that part. Now, as far as all men and all their trash being solely on the backs of black women, of course, I don't agree with that at all. But that little one point, I did see that because I know plenty of my uncles have had this situation and they are they are very dependent on women and they usually have nothing to give towards relationship, but they want to be babied like a son with those women because that's the way my grandmama raised them.
1: That's the, that's the case. If you're looking at the whole scheme of things, then it's the man's fault. We've, um, mama's boy, daddy's little girl. If more men were around, it would be even I mean, It's always been like that. And I never really thought to really think about, it more than what it is. Mm-hmm. If the fathers were around, the daughters could do no wrong. So that's what the quote says. Mm-hmm. Well, because the mothers are around, it's natural that the boys could do no wrong. And the women are gonna clash, you know, women and you know, just things of that nature. And the boys, the men, the father and the son, they clash. Nobody never wants to talk about that. You understand what I'm saying? It's just because well the father mostly most time isn't around. Nobody's just talking about it. You know, my my roof, my, my house, my rules. That teenage boy will always challenge his father.
3: A teenage
1: daughter will always challenge her mother. Hmm. It's that fight that they do have that brings them close together. You got to fight. You got to fight in your kingdom, in your jungle. And the parents must maintain supremacy. But it's the fact that fathers aren't around. Daughters aren't getting that um, same benefit the sons get so and technically women aren't creating this the men are creating it it's a domino effect for me that's how i look at it.
4: well i
0: think we just need to raise both boys and girls the same i don't even think it should be like in your head okay this is a boy so i am a girl i'm a woman so i am going to coddle this boy because he is a boy why mm-hmm. don't we just raise our you, kids the y'all same? really
1: y'all really think it's mental y'all really think it's that easy like,
0: i'm like,
1: saying on, like we're, we're not just saying, oh, this is a girl, so I'm going to love her. But this is a boy. No, when, when it's when your child is born, okay. there's a certain there's a different type of affection for the baby. When the when the son is born, we're already talking about going ball and, and 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 doing so many manly things. When your daughter is born, it is the most precious thing to ever be born. You don't want them to grow up. You don't want them to do nothing. On their own. Meanwhile, the mother probably the, the thinking process is different for the daughter. You're gonna grow up, you're gonna be this, you're gonna do that, and they clutch. You understand what I'm like? I don't really think it's like as a parent, you love them the same. I'm not saying that you love one more than the other, but the way you show your affection is different. And I just don't think it's so easy of oh, just love them all the same. It's it's been like this since the beginning of the time. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to tell you. Well, this daddy's w- girl,
2: mama's boy. I, Go ahead. I just again. think you gotta. I I just think if you want to change it, then you just gotta work on it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, personally, for me, I really, literally, just work on it and talk about it and discuss it and try to, you know, break it down and destroy it. So it, that's why it it becomes easy for me too. You know what I mean? Once I break the mold, you know, it's hard for me to not call her she or my daughter or say these things, but I just keep trying every day, you know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll become easy, man. Once you do it, And it's a good, it's like a good cause, you know? So that's how I look at it. I mean, I I didn't get, I didn't, you know, just do this overnight, but it takes a lot of, you know, effort and, you know, but I I only have girls, you know, so I, I don't, I don't know the, I don't, I can't honestly say how i would feel if i have a quote-unquote boy but i've never experienced that so but that's to to change it i think we have to you know try to change it basically
0: yeah that was kind of what i was saying i was saying well even if this is just some societal cultural norm that's been going on since the beginning of time what (laughs) is like is there something in your brain that is stopping you from, love, like you said, if I have a boy I know I'm finna play ball with him, I'm finna do this and if I have a girl, I know I'm just gonna rock her and she gonna be my baby and whatever but why? Like why wouldn't you why if you have a girl, won't you wanna go play with ball with him? And why if you got a little boy won't you wanna protect him and make sure he don't grow up? Like why is that? That sounds like it's just something that we've, it's not like biological, it's just something that we've grown up to believe that you know, so yeah. if I think it's something that we've grown up to believe, it's something that we can change, like, like Danny said, it's not something that's just has to be,
1: but I never yeah. said I never said anything.
0: Never I never said any
1: of that. What you did protect you say? Both children, you protect both children. You love both children the same, both sexes, no matter what child you have But you're, you're you're you read an article based on what's going on now, yeah. And the fact that the men are not around, women are treating these their sons like, like babies,
3: uh-huh. and
1: the daughter is just not getting the love in return because the men aren't around. I'm not justifying that. I'm not saying that that is the way the way and in and I'm not saying that that's the way that it has to be but the article is based on women creating this issue. Mm-hmm. All I said was if you really think about it it's the man because he's missing he creates a domino effect for the entire family. That is all. And now, now, as far as the man as far as the parents you love your children the same no one is above nobody. Right. But the reason why he's a baby boy um, I forgot I forgot what I was going to say just now. But, um, you know, nobody never looked at it as if it was an issue until now. Like, I'm going to talk it out. And now, for the first time, somebody said, we need to fix that. So you got to understand, for me, I'm just like, huh? I don't. It's Yeah, I see what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. But how can we get everybody to understand that that just might be an issue? Some it's a
0: natural process. Well, that's what we say. It just takes time. Like even when they were talking about the coddling of the boy, I don't think that that is healthy at all. Like I don't think nobody Mm -hmm. should be coddling nobody, and I don't think we should necessarily be militant with our children, like they say sometimes women are to their girls. I just think my point was that in in that situation, if a if a woman is coddling the boy, that is wrong. And even if the man was there, I wouldn't want him to coddle. The, the daughter. I was just saying, I think that everybody should be raising their children the same. And exactly it, like you thing. were saying, has, how are we going to get people to understand that? This is this is one avenue. And like I said, you just, you talk to who you know, you take care of home and, and, and preach it there. And hopefully it will spread out to other people because it is kind of a an alien concept. Like you, people say it and, and then people freak out. Like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to treat my daughter like I treat my son? Heaven forbid. But you know, you just, you got to sow those seeds so that, if we do that, I feel that a lot of the patriarchy can go away because if we are raising our daughters and our sons the same, then I think inadvertently we will raise our sons to view women as people. And we will raise mm-hmm. our daughters to um, be confident in themselves. And we will we will raise them to start to communicate with each other because it's not like, oh, we are just so drastically different. I could never understand you because I we were raised so totally different. but. If they are raised the same or similar and realize they have more in common than they have, you know, different, then it can start a lot of conversation and we won't have a lot of the problems that we have. It's just what
1: I think. That has nothing to do. I'm sorry. I can't agree with that.
3: I, 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 okay. I can't. Go I'm,
1: ahead. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do agree with that. Uh, as far as treating them like humans, my, the parents have nothing to do with that. My life, My friends. My city, my town, where I'm from, had nothing to do with the parents. As children, you do what you want to do. You listen to who you want to listen to. Um, I have, like I said, a son and a daughter. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to get them to like each other sometimes. Siblings fight. Understand? And no matter how I I treated one sibling, no matter how I treated one child, they're going to have their rivalry. Until they learn that they need each other. And that will come whenever it comes. And it has nothing to do with society. You know, that's like when you say, well, if I got a mother, why am I out here doing this to these women? It's because my brother has a sister and he respects his sister. it's does not mean he's going to respect women that are out there. And that's just coming from the vision that I live. I can only talk about what I live and what I seen from uh, uh, so many respects uh, alike. Now, as far as the individual, he and she, we all got to learn because I cause I'm sitting here listening, and I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk about well, Chris Brown, Pete did he did that? But We don't never want to talk about the grown women that raped Chris Brown if he's yeah, if he's ten, these grown woman, but but that's what I'm saying. You keep like yeah, no, we the conversation. That. When, when we, did you say we that? We said that that was
4: we
3: rape. Said that was discussing that a grown that woman
0: the- is going over there to the yeah, to eight that- year old boy. That-
1: I missed that part because all yeah, I can yeah, hear we just was, say that. oh, Chris Brown and Usher. understand, but it takes two. It takes two. It's always going to take two. Yeah. And yeah, as, as far as... Huh?
4: I was just saying, yeah, we we said that. I
1: definitely didn't hear that part.
4: But well, we did. We'll I'll say it again it
1: if we
0: haven't said it. We said it.
2: Yeah. No, nah, I, I heard him say it, but I, I think we just... I think for the whole like the comparison of, of you know the difference between you know getting on you know women than men is because you know initially they are the, the lowest on the totem pole so it hurts them and it affects them more than it affects us you know what i'm saying I so I, I, so i think trying to build them up to be even which they are or or maybe even more than we are is just it sucks that they, they they have to you know wake up you know, like how we wake up as black men behind the white man, you know what I mean? So, but now they're women, they go behind us, so it's even lower than what we are, you know what I'm saying? So they're just trying to fight for, you know, everything we're fighting for plus, you know, the shit that we do to them too. Just like the how the white man does to the black man, we the we do the same shit to women, you know what I'm saying? So I just think it's a fight that they're just trying to, you know, get everybody to understand so we can really change this shit. So
3: they can help us, you
0: know? Or we can help each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, anybody else have anything else to say? What?
2: This fucking episode is fire, yo. This shit is
3: golden.
0: Go ahead, KT White Lady. Say what you gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
4: I'm dead. I hate you, Gabby. Um oh lord just shaking my head that's all i got to say
0: shaking no, my head i don't say something don't be <laughs> don't be, don't we be afraid for, for, we, we, ain't, we, uh, we can't be in that you're you you trying mind? to
4: hide behind the stuff
3: saying
1: i think that you know men young men boys need to be educated on things that's on on women and i think women need to be educated as well you know what i'm saying like, yeah. like know your value know your worth and little boys need to understand that the things that um you guys are out here doing um you can get in trouble for it you know respect girls respect women um and you know this this show is dope because it sparks the conversation and like you know things that you thought might not really be that bad it could be some of the worst things and you and as men you wouldn't know it Mm -hmm. because it's been the norm for a lot of children for a lot of young men yeah all i ask is that you know kt gabby your listeners you want the answers, but don't get frustrated at young men and boys and, and grown men when they tell you that, hey, this is why we did it. You know well, what I'm saying? And, this, and and we're dumb for doing it. And we want to get better.
3: Well, yeah, I never get mad
0: at you, Um, you know, speaking your truth of how you thought or your thought process, because I know.
1: Not me
3: personally.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know people in, or men in general. If they're just talking about their thought process when they're being a young man. That, that it is what it is. I mean, you can't change that. Um, y'all yeah, will never be mad at that. The Only thing I'd be upset about is if um, you just refuse to change. But it sounds like both of y'all are, <laughs> um, from what I've yeah. heard.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but go ahead, I'm... KT. KT didn't want to say nothing, and I'm going to make her say something before this show is over. Go.
2: Word. KT, why you high? And you supposed to come she, on now.
0: She
4: fly here, and she don't want to talk. Uh, so in regards to should we... um. Raise boys and girls the same. I feel like we should. Uh, The whole, uh, you know, men will be men or boys will be boys and and girls have to wear fingernail polish and wear dresses and and do all this type of stuff. Like, I'm totally 100% against that. Like, Danny, you were saying you use they for your children. You try to use they instead of she and things like that. And I hope that whenever I do have kids that that's how I'll be as well, Um, because I'm actually gender non-conforming myself. Um, so I just hope that, uh, we can definitely change it and do better for not only us as people, but also for our children and, and how we do that, of course, is by talking to each other and, and conversating.
0: What do you think about, um, what Flau said about let us not, um, um, putting enough, I guess, what, what were you saying? We weren't talking about the women enough and how they could be perpetuators well, of, of a lot of this I stuff. Know this-
1: I know this isn't that episode and I hope that to be tuned in when you guys do touch on that okay. episode, but it just takes two, you know, and at the end of the day I dropped, I said a lot of, a lot of things that I said was to set up something It okay. kind of didn't go that <laughs> way. You understand? Okay. Like I never, I never spoke <laughs> on a subject that didn't involve another person.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: To me it just seems like the other person is always justified in what they do to me. And then it's just like, well, you guys, you shouldn't have done. Wait a minute. It was more than it was two two people in that scenario. You understand? Know and like I said, for every reaction, there's a reaction. Everything that we talked about, there was somebody else involved. Yeah. But we only want to talk about not y'all, but the, it seems like people only want to talk about what the guys are doing. Okay. Understand what I'm saying? And you can teach men. You can rewire us all we want. If the other side is not being rewired and
0: taught to go for not to me. Okay. So what are the women doing?
3: Oh, wait, wait,
4: wait. I want to, I want to reply to your question, Gabby. So, uh, what do I think in regards to that? I feel like (sighs) I don't, Long, I don't feel like what you're saying is trash. I feel like the situation <laughs> is trash. Like, no, no, I feel I mean, like, us people, like us as people, like us as women, like, I feel like we are always saying things about pick me women. We're always like saying, hey, women, you guys shouldn't be doing this. Uh-huh. And you guys shouldn't be doing that. Like, I feel like we are constantly talking about how women do this and women do that. And like, even today, like on Twitter, I myself... Is trying to like deconstruct women who, who say shitty things about other women. And I don't feel like I don't for me personally, even though I set up here every single episode and say men are trash, I don't feel like it's one sided. I feel like in the society that we live with live in and the culture that we live in, it is 100% one sided because we live in a patriarchy. So like, for us to say like men are trash and to hone in on the men sometimes, it's not to be one sided. I think it's more or less to be like, This is our reality and this is how we live every single day.
1: To Say men are trash but not mean it really.
4: I I that's, mean
1: it's it. not.
0: No, I meant well, I mean well, it. Six. I mean that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's like when I say yeah. white people are trash. I mean, I say white people are trash, and I mean white people are trash. I mean, straight people are word, trash. word, KT. You know, Dude, white I mean, people are trash. White people
4: are trash. I can agree to
3: that, and <laughs> even no. she can
4: agree. And so, you know, okay. Okay. White no, here's my I question I agree. What am I? What am I
1: saying? Like, what did I say? Or what am like? Like, what did I say that was the trash, the UK? What did I say that you really didn't like? Because. What I'm getting at is I'm asked the question, and I'm kind of speaking on as to why, as an immature person, I might have said or done something, but that person isn't me. So what did I say on this conversation, on this phone call that you thought was the most trashiest thing a man could
3: say?
4: No, it wasn't nothing that you said. like it, it's not nothing like specifically that you said at all. I think what really kind of I hate to use this word, but triggered, quote unquote me um would have been where you were saying uh, whenever you were talking about you know uh raising the boys and the girls how we do it differently like the whole um basically with the guy with the boy you you think about going and playing ball with him and then with the girl it's the most precious thing ever like how come it couldn't be precious when it was a when it was a boy too like i just don't
1: understand
3: that
1: here's the thing once again, I have a 16-year-old son
3: mm-hmm.
1: and a 14-year-old daughter. What I say, and it comes out of my mouth, I've said some ignorant things. You want to know some ignorant I said when well, my new son was born? He was born and we saw his hair. I said, oh, man, he got good hair. Mm. That was ignorant of me. It was ignorant of me. KT, we say ignorant stuff, baby. Don't hang us for it. Like, don't hold us to it. If my daughter wants to play basketball or football, she can do it. If my son doesn't want to play a sport, and he wants to do nothing with himself, he can do it. I might say some ignorant stuff and look back and be like, God damn, why did I say that? I was dumb for saying that. I was dumb for saying somebody was precious. I was dumb for saying, you know, uh, for, for saying these things. But what happens in my children's life is what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? This is how we're programmed, and the moral of my story is we're trying to reprogram ourselves. Um, nine, times out of a ten, nine, nine times out of ten, Man is gonna say, I'm gonna play catch with my son and I'm gonna play dress up with my daughter. Mm-hmm. But as we as we grow, our children lead us to what activities that they want to do. Don't hold on to what we say. Like some of the stuff we say is trash. Don't don't beat us for it. Okay. Well, I'm
4: I'm not. I, I still like men at the end of the day. I mean I have <laughs> I haven't, yeah, I haven't, to, I haven't became a lesbian yet. Oh, so, <laughs> like I was thinking about it, you can ask Gabby I was thinking of being a lesbian But I'm, I'm not there yet So KT get on here with the man And just get all <laughs> just giggly And, and uh,
0: don't no. get no mm. grit to her That mm-hmm. it, nice. mm-hmm. it had been joy She would have laid it on her I ain't got time for her I'm And ca- I'm calling uh-huh. her out
1: Hey Gabby, I guess KT liked my tone just
2: now It's getting hot It's getting hot in here it's, Welcome to T-Black to your black,
3: yeah, this, is, yeah. this is
0: a yeah, segue to your
2: black.
4: Segue into to black. Well, KT <laughs> is trash, and right,
0: that's it. Pretty much, I know everybody's ashamed of. All the women are ashamed. They're rooting for you, KT.
4: Um, well, so. <laughs>
0: really <not> hey, <laughs> I feel how I feel. Y'all, uh, so... hashtag KT is trash in this uh, next episode. Oh, I'm, I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Why
4: why am I trash?
1: KT
0: I not trash? trash. Why am I trash? KT didn't get no she didn't <laughs> give up no she didn't put up no fight. She didn't try to debate nobody. She <laughs> just laughed and okay, giggled.
4: So what am I supposed to No listen
2: And
0: to me. And uh listen to me, went Abby. on about it.
4: Abby. Gabby, Gabby, nah, Gabby, Gabby,
2: Gabby, Gabby. Gabby just picking on you. Gabby. Just
4: I know. Picking on you. Like, what? About, what do you want me? You want me to fight him? Because I definitely can't flaw. I feel like what you say is trash. Very hypermasculine. <laughs> I, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the hypermasculinity. You don't even say they for your children. You say she and he. Like, I'm tired of it. That's it. There you go.
2: Okay. Uh, well, I controversy. I showed you everything. <laughs>
4: Five minutes ago I didn't
2: know that was a
1: thing. I don't be no. I don't know what's going
4: on out in the world. I didn't know. I know that's why I'm saying like to me it sounds like you that's something that never came up in your brain to even think of that because that's not how you were raised or that's not how you have pushed through things. So like to me I don't feel I don't feel like it's valid to debate you if that's nothing
2: Nah, but I think it's good to let him know because he agrees. He said that he he'll agree with it. So you have to let you, if you would never say nothing, then he probably, you know, he's not malicious, so he wouldn't do it. So you have to, you know, step up and not step up, but you have to let, especially on a pl- platform like this, let yeah. him know how you feel. But I just want to call yeah. you
0: out because it's fun. And um, it is if Joy okay, was daddy. here, KT would like I said, she'd be going in hand.
4: Yeah, I would because
0: Joy. <laughs> but here's the thing: this is the what I was gonna tie it into. Just like Flaw, because I'm gonna I'm gonna uh defend Joy because she's not here. Just like Flaw didn't know some of that stuff, and you gave him the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes Joy doesn't know some stuff, but you still go in on her. So no, I'm gonna need no, you to no, check yourself. It's
4: different.
0: I think okay. it's because she's a black woman.
4: I think it's because she about it oh, like no. in, in on in honest to God if you think about it in the way society views things it could potentially be it could be because she's a black woman so you're racist
0: and sexist well we'll end it on oh, that thank no. you for listening
4: talking to talking out podcast this has been your girl Gabby
0: <laughs> and uh, hashtag KTS trash and I'm literally yeah. eating it there
1: <laughs> I just hope I just hope that I didn't come off completely ignorant Nah, you didn't. Show. Nah, you I tried to you're drop good. as many gems as possible nah, your insight didn't. of a young man's life.
2: I respect it, man. Yeah, man. We all need to, you know, understand every perspective and then we can, you know, we can be nice like, uh, like KT. No. Mm. Be racist.
4: Because I, I like, I, because,
2: 'Cause my thing is Flaw Flaw is he's saying that he understands that, you know what I mean? Right, he, right, he, right. he's he sta- he's saying that he understands that he doesn't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are
1: some good people out there, even if they're not trying to be like good type of thing, like like me, for example, not knowing some of the lingo, not knowing some of the changes that are being made, but uh-huh. you're already on that right path. You know There's good people out there
0: right and fly will you know I, i'm hard on you whenever you come on the show but you are different because or maybe you've changed or maybe i just didn't know who you were because you have you're showing signs of progress and you're showing signs that you're learning and that yeah. you actually want to learn from it like if you would have just came on some this is how it's always been and this is how it's gonna be then i would have a problem but you you know you you're all right. you're all right, Flo
2: yeah that shit was lit I appreciate
0: man. it <laughs> I, I enjoyed
3: it
2: man I, I really enjoyed
0: that yeah we had a real good time let's all right y'all let's wrap it up um thank all you right. everybody for listening to this wonderful episode we hope you enjoyed the discussion you know you can continue to have the discussion on on twitter with us at talk it out on pod and uh we'll love to have a debate with everybody you know 20 people all in one tweet um yes! and uh you know if you liked it share it with a friend you know let's keep the conversation going hit us up on our social media facebook.com slash talk it out podcast instagram.com slash talk it out podcast and again twitter at talk it out underscore pod listen to our web listen to our episodes on soundcloud apple podcast google play stitcher as well as com slash episodes and i'm gonna let our two guests um plug what they're doing real quick again
1: Ahead, yeah, um Flaw 700, engineer slash producer of the Podcast Brothers and the 700 Block Podcast, co-host of the Podcast Brothers show with my brother Fresco, been famous. Um, also have the 700 Block Podcast. Look for that episode. Might be dropping Tuesday or Thursday. I mm-hmm. had a talk with an African-American female woman. Mm-hmm. She says she's an African-American female author. That's her title. Okay. And she wrote a book, and it's based on um, her doing that Ancestry.com thing. Mm-hmm. And she found out a lot about Carolinas. For a okay. little hint, everybody in Carolina is related.
2: Wow. For that interview. Mm. It's coming out Tuesday or Thursday. Yo. And that's it. All right. Sounds good. Um, It's Danny from the Danny and Cleo show, man. Uh, like I said, iTunes, the SoundCloud, just search the Danny and Cleo show and, you know, follow us on Twitter, man. That's where all the hot stuff is at, just at Danny and Cleo. Um, and I can't wait to hear this hit drop, man. It's going to be good.
0: Yeah. It's going to get a lot of folks talking. I love it.
4: Hey, <laughs> man.
0: Racist. Racist. All right. This has been oh. your girl, Gabby.
4: I'm so tired of you. No, I'm calling the police right now. Do KT it. is calling the police. And that
0: shows your racism. This has been your girl, Gabby. White privilege.
2: Right.
4: Wow. <laughs> Call the police on the black woman. It is kids
2: getting better. I enjoyed it, man. Whenever y'all need anything, let me know. And um, I like what y'all doing. And I appreciate it that y'all, you know, let me, me and flaw
3: on here. To, oh, to yeah. Thank shit. you
0: guys for coming on the show because we like just put a tweet up. And just we we needed some guys, and then they were the first ones to respond. So We were like, "Boom, let's make a show," and that's how we do it on Talk It Out. So yeah, for the last time, we're gonna close this out. (laughs) This has been, thank you for listening to Talk It Out podcast. This has been your girl Gabby
4: and the Racist KT and
2: Blow Seven Hundred and Danny. Hashtag KT is not. She's not trash. She's not trash.
0: We'll do a poll. Is KT trash or is she not trash? <laughs> yes.
4: word, I'm word, gonna vote and say yes to myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: All right, and, yeah, this has been Talk It Out. See you later.